Hey, this is Matt from Star Tours. You're listening to the Mousecapades podcast. You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Be yes. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's a problem-free philosophy. Happy Monday to you, Mousecapades listeners. We hope you had a magical weekend. This is Nick. And I'm also here with Vicky. We are your Walt Express travel affiliate, and you are listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. This is episode 333, and we will be answering the listener questions that you've sent to us. But before we get started, we'd like to encourage you to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com for Disney deals, tips, tricks, and all things Disney. Currently, they have a blog up about Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween. You'll want to check that out, especially if you're going to be traveling there during the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween time. So go check them out, WaltExpress.com. So we're going to kick us off with listener question one. This came from... From, let's see here, Paducah, who is it? Susie. Dear Mousecapades listeners, I am meeting my friends for an all-girls weekend in February. That's great, Susie. That's awesome. And we are staying at the boardwalk. Our fun starts on Thursday, and I want to arrive on Wednesday evening so I can get a full day in the parks on Thursday. Is it possible for me to stay at a value resort for one night and then have Disney move my luggage to the boardwalk so I can be at the parks by rope drop? My friend told me they could, but I want to make sure this is correct information. I would say yes, Susie. From what we know, I actually have had two or three friends that have done this. I have a couple that like to try different resorts. So they actually resort hop within uh, three resorts within one visit. Nick, have you ever done that before? It's called it's called a split stay. Yes, I have. I did okay. it with Tim. Oh, okay. So you can just book your one night at a value resort. Absolutely. They will let you do that. And then in the morning before you go to rope drop, just take your luggage to the front concierge, tell them what resort you're going to. And hopefully by then you will know you'll have your check-in information of what room you're in. But if you're not, they will just move it to the boardwalk for you. And it should be in your room when you return from whatever park it is that you are visiting that day. Probably Magic Kingdom because everybody starts with Magic Kingdom. It's Walt's favorite park. So I just left my luggage in the room and they came oh we just i just left that day and it was moved for me i didn't i didn't drop it off they they picked it up i called oh, really? the night before i don't know if they still do that i don't know and, i mean but it would be worth asking and so i didn't have to deal with anything awesome so absolutely 
you, if you want, I get it, wanting to start your trip as fast as you can because that sounds like a lot of fun all-girl weekend. I'm actually, I don't know if you knew this, but I'm getting ready to do just that, have an all-girls weekend in January. And so I'm looking forward to that. And I, uh, if my friends Heidi and Leanne are listening, thanks. They thought of me and decided we should all take a trip. It's going to be fun and I can't wait to report to you guys about it. I would say, if we're speaking of value, yeah. pop. You're going to be a little closer than the all-stars and not that it really matters. Oh, no. But uh, it's a little cleaner, a little nicer. You're closer. Do one night there. But of course, just doing one night, how much time is she really going to spend at right. the resort? Right. We don't know so, when she's coming in. It says on, Wednesday evening. On the flip side, it re- is it going to really matter? No, but if you could be there like Wednesday at six o'clock, you could enjoy the hippity dippity pool at Pop Century. I wonder where she's staying uh, at the boardwalk. I don't know. It just says at the boardwalk. All right. So the next question, my husband and I are taking our kids on a trip to Walt Disney World in April of 2019. Our boys will be seven and 10. A friend of ours told us that our boys would probably want to buy and trade pins because it's fun. Have you done this before? Do you have any tips for us? We want our boys to have something to look forward to. The McFarlands from Indianapolis, Indiana. Okay. So can I? Can yeah, I you go back? first. Some people may not agree with this, um, but... Here you go. I'm just going to say it. If you're a pin trader, I've always said, go buy a huge bag on Amazon from like China or whatnot. China? Right. (laughs) And for real. And so you have all these pins. So a cast member, to give you a little tip here, listeners and, and our kiddos that are listening, if you're a pin trader and you're trading out with a cast member, a cast member cannot tell you no. So you can, in essence, trade out any pin for any value pin for another any value pin, right? So a pin that you may have spent like a penny on versus a pin that's $10, right? If you see that pin on that cast member's lanyard, you could go up to them and ask them to trade out a pin and give them a pin. And it came from your bag that you bought on Amazon for maybe 10 bucks and you got like 100 of them or something or 50 of them, right? And it really didn't cost you much. That's what I would suggest doing rather than spending five, six, ten dollars per pin in the parks and swapping those valued ones out that you have memories associated to. Right. Remember when and where you were at. I would suggest, again, buy them on Amazon from China or someplace and a surplus in a big bag and trade those out. And I agree with Nick. Uh, my son was a big pin trader at about the, your son's ages, actually. The first time we went there, Joey was nine and he got a lanyard and he was collecting the pins. And the thing we did for him was that was our first Disney trip. So every new sensational ride, I guess you want to say, that he rode, we bought him a pin. So like when he rode Rock and Roller Coaster, we bought him the Rock and Roller Coaster. That was about $7.95, $10 a pop, right? Uh, $10.95. Okay, there you go. And so he didn't want to trade those, obviously, but someone actually in the store, I don't know that they should have told us this, but they have those sets that you can buy, like Disney baby pins. There's like 10 of them for $12.95 and they're smaller. But again, Nick, just like you said, the cast members have to trade. So what we did that time was we just bought those. But in the future, when we went, we did exactly what you said. Went on Amazon, bought a bag of pins, and then brought them back with us. Joey now has a whole zipper case full with the little... uh, It has pages that are made with foam and then hit the pins are stuck on there. So he has those for memories. Joey's 18 now. So obviously he doesn't really do that. He does want a pin. So I usually buy him one for every year so that he has the yearly Disney pin to put in his collection. But 
he does not trade them anymore. But it is very, I know the kids seven and 10, that your friend is right. That is an awesome age for you to be doing pen trading. The kids really get into it. And it is really fun. You can get some, you can decide, you can see these collector ones that they have, that they only get as cast members. They, they're not even sold to the public, which is amazing. So that's what I would encourage you to do. Obviously you can't buy them, well, unless you're loaded, you can't afford to buy them a pen for every ride that they ride at Disney. But you could have them pick like their favorite ride in each park to buy a pin for. And that was really fun for Joey. He he just really, really enjoyed that. You know, so the whole pin trading concept, Vicky, I didn't understand it at first. And you know me from years past. I, I didn't get it. I was like, right, right. Pin trading. But the more that I see kiddos running around the parks and you hear them talking to their parents and you hear the parents talking to kiddos as well. Like, who? oh, what pin are you going to trade next? Let's go look for a cast member. It really is all about making those memories and the adventure you're on trying to seek out bigger and better pens right, right? or pens from a various different land right? and they Within have magic kingdom and there's collections right and there are collection collections collector excuse me collection sets right that you can swap out right as well so it really is an adventure so i, I kind of get it and, and you know the older colin gets he's not into pen collecting but sure. if he was, I'm sure dad would be too. And he may and he may in the future. I mean, he is just seven. He may catch on to that like right. the next couple times you go. Sure which would be a new fun thing for you to do with him because it really is fun to seek out. Like then you see like you're a stalker of cast members. You're trying right. to see what they have, what pins they have. And they do have some really cool ones for select things like Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween and Mickey's Very Merry Christmas pins. They get those as cast members, but they have to trade them with the guests. So is that what Colin was doing when he was staring at Ariel's seashells? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what that is. <laughs> he was looking for pins. <laughs> he said he was just trying to figure out what they were made of. It- but you know what? I, and, and here here you go. Like As teachers, we always say, you know, parents believe everything. Right. I know my child, though. Like, I re- he really probably was. Yeah. No, I no, think. I, you know, because no, he is very he was. Yeah. curious about everything. And I agree. He, want, he, he does that all the time. He wants to know what stuff is made out of. He right. wants to know how things work. Right. And how he can make something like it. Exactly. Like, so I know that's what he was doing. Because he was stuff. probably thinking, those are not real seashells. <laughs> What are they made of? Because they're metallic and shiny, right? Right. He just came from the beach and he was trying to find like really, really shiny seashells and he couldn't. And dad just got done telling him, hon, they're not made like that, like they are at Disney. Right. So like the following week, he's at Disney and what does he see on Ariel? Seashells that are metallic and shiny. He's probably thinking, wow, I couldn't find those at the beach. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know, what beach did you get those from, Ariel? (laughs) You know, especially there. All right. So. Uh, hey, Mousecapades Podcast. I know the Disney parks have banned selfie sticks, but do they consider a monopod the same as a selfie stick? If so, what about a tripod? I really want to get some good, uh, stable pictures while I'm, while I'm on vacation, but I don't want them to take my equipment away if I can avoid it. Thanks from Jerry Cedar Rapids. Now, Jerry, so go on their sites. You can get the MDE account. You go on there. There's questions you can look at of rules when you go into the parks. And I believe the only thing you really can't bring is like a selfie stick or something that extends, right? So Correct. if you're monopod, um, which I have one as well, it's really small that I took overseas to the UK with me and a little tiny small tripod as well. Both of them did not extend. And if I was were to go to Disney uh, with those pieces of equipment, I would be okay. A selfie stick that extends, no, you're not okay. I think the key thing here is it cannot extend, right, Vic? Correct. They said you can bring a tripod though, uh, and they know it's bulky and people don't want to bring their tripod. Even though they extend. It just says a tripod can be okay. brought. It yeah, I know tripods can be. Right. 
And so tripods are going to extend most of them anyway. They just said if you didn't want to haul it around, they totally get it. Check into one of their uh, lockers that they have and put it in there. But one uh, listener, uh, when I was researching, one of the listeners, or excuse me, one of the researchers said that you could get a DJI Osmo Mobile 2, which is a lot like a monopod, except for that you hold it and it holds your thing steady. It kind of sounds like what you want to get, Nick, when you go back in the fall. So I have a real small one that I can put my phone in and it's basically just a rod that you hold on exactly. to. Exactly. That's like, what it is. It, okay. looked, it looked like our microphones that you hook to your uh, camera or your phone and just so you can't stretch it out. That's what they're worried about because there were accidents on the rides because people were using their selfie sticks. People are silly. They were getting out of hand. You know, when you were walking through the parks, everyone had them. And, you know, you did see them before the ride would take off. You'd see them extend it real quick, take a picture, and, and, and then bring it back down. It's just dangerous. It it's really for is. your safety, people. It's not. And they know you're not going to set up a tripod while you're on Splash Mountain. Or if you are, you're silly. <laughs> okay. And you, and you would, uh, were talking earlier about some cast members that recommend that uh, you can you can purchase lockers, right? And stuff like that. Yes, if you yes. want to go ahead and put them in there. Right. Because sometimes people don't want those tripods. Most people want it for, like, the show at night. Right. And they don't want to be wearing it. They're like you. They're an open-to-close park person. They don't want to be carrying it around all day. So just drop it in a locker and then come back and get it later. get it when you need it. They will not confiscate a tripod from you. All right. What's our next question, Vic? We are traveling to Disney World in November of 2018. We're trying to decide if we should rent a car while we are there. My friends that have gone say we don't need a car. What are your thoughts? Steve from Chattanooga, Tennessee. So, Nick, what do you think? You think they need a car? I'm going to say no. No, you really don't need a need to rent a car. I mean, you have Disney transportation and via the bus. You also have water taxis. You have the minivans, Uber, cabs, so many options to choose from. Now, my personal favorite, I lean towards Uber. Our listeners know this. Yes. I will Uber everywhere and it only costs five, six bucks every time you go. And if you're with a buddy, you can split that, you know, so I'll pay for the trip too. You pay for 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 the the trip trip back. Right. Yeah. And it really isn't that much, uh, you know, more expensive, you know, so I would Uber. I mean, don't waste your money and rent a car because how often are you really going to be in that car unless you want to travel out and get some groceries or go somewhere off resort. Again, you could take Uber, though. You could. To get groceries. I was just going to say, one of the coolest things for me is that Disney takes care of me. Once I hit the ground in Orlando, I'm Disney I'm Disney. I'm in the bubble. Disney's taking care of me. I get picked up by the Magical Express. They have a movie running. Sometimes it's Disney cartoons. Along with Disney cartoons, you also get some ideas of things, some places or things that you want to do while you're at Disney. Disney must-dos. Yeah. Which you'll see a million times. And if you have Santiago, my favorite uh, Magic Express driver, because we've had him three times now, he gives you a little tour on the way. And that's totally free from him because he's just a fun guy. He'll say, on your left, you have this. And on your right, you get a little tour of Florida before you ever hit Disney property. So that is awesome. And then, like Nick said, there's the buses. There's the boats. There's the monorails. And depending on where you're staying, you could take a boat. Like if you're staying in the Hollywood Studios area, like Yacht Beach Club or Boardwalk, you have the boat. Uh, If you're at the Contemporary or Polynesian or Grand Floridian, you have monorail. You want to try those different forms of transportation. It's a lot of fun. And if you want to be really different, you could try those new minivans that are now $25. And we know that they go to every resort now to pick you up. And what a cool way, especially, uh, I don't think it mentions if you have a little girl or not, but I think your daughter and your wife would be really happy to ride in a minivan that's red with polka dots. I know another thing is 
The drivers of the buses and the boats and the monorail, they all know where they're going. If you were in a car, and unless you're familiar with Orlando, you may not know where, how to get around. You're going to need a map or use your GPS. I just like to let the drive, leave the driving to Disney. I just feel safer about it. It makes my week go faster. And another thing is if you rent a car, you are going to have to pay for it to stay in the resort. That was one thing that happened after March 31st of this year. When you go there, you have to pay a daily parking fee. So just another reason for you to think about not renting a car. Yeah. And so some of your Uber drivers, though, don't know where they're going necessarily, you know, and and that's what they do for a living is drive people around the Orlando area and Disney area. A couple. Here's some stories for you. I love Uber, right? And I will take Uber everywhere I go. But sometimes you find an Uber driver that necessarily isn't familiar with the area and either you have to tell him where to go, which I've done before, because we had one Uber driver that was taking me to the cast member entrance to Epcot. And I'm like, no, this isn't it. You got to go down the street here and around. We can't go in this way. He thought you looked like a cast member. Right, I guess so. Uh, or, you know, they're relying heavily on the GPS that is through Uber, their app that they use True. in the car. And they really just don't know where they're going. And, you know, you get that sometimes. You do, because these Uber drivers drive all over Orlando. They're not just dedicated to just the Disney resorts. But most of the time they are. I would say on the last 10 Uber drivers that I've gotten a ride from, only one of them uh, really didn't know where he was going. And it was the one that took me to Epcot. Oh, okay. You know, to the cast member's entrance, not the guest entrance. So maybe he just had a, you know. He probably was newer at it. Right. I, who knows? But uh, we didn't have any of that. They they were amazing to me because there's so much construction going on there. It was there just is. awesome that he could just like whoop, 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 whoop. And then we were there. There was a lot of construction going on. Right. Let's see our next question. Hey, Mousecapades podcast. We are going to Epcot. No, speaking of Epcot. We are going to Epcot during our visit in December this year. We are trying to decide if we should reserve the Candlelight Processional dining package or just take our chances in the standby line. We really want to make sure that we see it. What are your thoughts? Let's see here. Agnes and Henry Reed from Alabama. Now, you've been through this time or two, Vicki. I'm going to let you talk on this. Yeah. So you do not have to have the dining package. There is a standby line. However, you seem like you really want to go there. That's what you're saying in your question anyway. Uh, you really want to see it. If you really want to see it, then I definitely think that you want to go ahead and you're within those 180 days. So hopefully you can get a restaurant still that has a dining package available. That's my only fear at this point because it is July. I would, uh, Agnes uh, Henry, I would reach out to Vicki, text her 407-674-0414 to get some more info and have her, have her hook you up. Yeah, so you definitely want to get a restaurant because not only do you get, you're not insuring yourself in the candlelight position, but you're in like the first 10 rows. So you have an awesome seat. There is a standby line, and I'll tell you a little story from last year. Uh, We usually take a nap in the middle of the day. If you've listened to the show at all, you probably know that. We get up early, and then we take a little rest in the middle, and then we come back. Well, Brad wanted to come back like an hour and a half before the processional, but Kaylee and I were sure that 45 minutes was plenty. Well, we got in the line, and the line was moving pretty quickly for the standby line after they seated those people that had the dining package that I'm suggesting that you do. We were in the last group of eight people that they allowed in to see the candlelight processional. And I was breathing a sigh of relief because Brad would have been so mad at Kaylee and I if we had not been able to get into it because it is, uh, we, for us, we go on Christmas Eve. It is our candlelight service, much like we have at our church. So if you're familiar with that at your church, that is what you're going to be setting in. And it's just wonderful worship music. And 
I don't know anybody that does not enjoy it. Not to mention that the Bible story is read from someone famous. So you'll get to see someone famous. And like I said, if you're doing the dining package, you're going to be in those front 10 rows. So you're going to get some good pictures of the famous person. I'm never really close when we go. We've seen Stephen Curtis Chapman and Ming-Ya, I think is her name. She played Mulan in the movie. And I don't know who all, just lots of TV personalities. So definitely, if you can get a dining package, just you can reach out to me like Nick said, and I will be happy to look for you to see if I can find something that's open. Surely for two people, we can get you something, some restaurant that's going to let you be able to go see the processional. But yeah, I know that you will not be disappointed. It is one of our favorite things that we do every year at Christmas. All right, Vicky, thank you. Those are our questions, listeners, from this past week. And real quick, Vicky, I don't know if you've ever taken a look at this data. I was just going through our website and looking at the data as far as who's listening to our podcast worldwide. You know, oh, okay. we, we get these questions from all over the, the states. We've had some from around the world as well, in the UK and other areas as well, some other countries. But I'm looking at the data here and I'm like, I'm blown away by the people that we're reaching, right? Not only are we reaching countries like the United States and Canada and the United Kingdom, which are typical, right? We're talking, this is a long list too. Puerto Rico, Australia, Japan, Germany, South Africa, Russia, right? Uh, the United Arab of Emirates, Spain, Mexico, Bulgaria, France, the Netherlands, Ireland, Belgium, the Philippines, Poland, Singapore, Brazil, Finland, Italy. This is, this is insane. Korea, uh, some country I can't even pronounce. <laughs> Malaysia, <laughs> Turkey, Argentina, Sweden, Norway, Ecuador, India, New Zealand. Let's see all these, Vicky. This is pretty cool. It is awesome. Denmark, Saudi Arabia, Taiwan. Vietnam, Hong Kong, Indonesia, Chile, the Czech Republic, Kenya, Peru, Pac- like people all over the place literally are listening. This is great that we're spreading joy, you know? Austria, Hungary, Dominican Republic, Greece, Croatia, Romania, China, Col- b- believe it or not, China, <laughs> as you would say, China, um, Colombia, all right, Pueblo Escobar, okay, C- Costa Rica. Algeria, Egypt, I spent some time there. Israel, I spent some time there. Um, the Cayman Islands, I would love to spend some time down Me there too, and yeah. transfer some money in those accounts. Um, Oman, Paraguay, Qatar, again, spent some time. Slovakia, uh, Barbados, right? Fiji, Georgia, Kuwait, I spent uh, quite a while in there. Lebanon, Lithuania, uh, some other countries I can't even pronounce. Slovenia, Venezuela, Zimbabwe, uh, did I say South Africa? Um, I, this is crazy. That I is mean, crazy. We are reaching They're listening people our antics. from around the world. And I never really looked at the data. Like, I'm not one to go in. You know, I really don't listen to our episodes. I really right. don't go in and listen and look at the data. I do. I, you do. I, I just like sitting down and talking about it and knowing that we're spreading joy because yeah. we do get texts from people all the time. We do get emails from people all the time. Right. And it's just really cool to look at all this stuff and, and know that, you know, other like-minded people and we're spreading the joy and people are having a great time. But to go back and actually look at all the countries that are consistently downloading week after week. I know. That's the entire world. I mean, that's amazing. Vicky, sit back that, that we're reaching. Uh, I mean, the around globe. the globe the globe yeah. that is pretty cool it is very cool talking disney right yes. and bring in joy things that we love to do right because we say that all the time i know when we're booking trips for people and they're like you're so excited well we're excited because we're excited for you i know that sounds totally bizarre but we live vicariously through the people that we book their trips and uh i know nick if you looked on our Facebook page in the last week or so, he had just booked a trip with somebody that worked with us and she sent us some pictures. I know I've 
put up pictures from uh, my friend Rachel that booked a trip for us. So feel free, even if you haven't booked a trip with us, send us some pictures. We'd love to put it up, especially if you're traveling to uh, Disneyland in Paris or Hong Kong or Tokyo, because obviously Nick and I have not been to those and we would love to share that with people. Yeah, crazy. I've been close to Paris, but I never yes. went to Disneyland. Uh, I should have. That'll be another there. day. I really should have. It was like right there at my fingertips. And I didn't go. Stink. Anyway, listeners, as always, thank you for continuously listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. If you are interested in being a guest or like to just, you know, be on our show and you have a question or comment, simply text us. That number again is 407-674-0414. You can email us, mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. If you want to book your next trip and get that free quote. You can go ahead and text us again. That number is 407-674-0414. Or contact us if you want to book that quote at travel at mousecapadespodcast.net. Don't forget to check out our Twitter feed over at mousecapadespod. Uh, Instagram, mousecapades underscore Nick. Please go ahead and follow me. A lot of you guys have been, and I really do appreciate it. And also our Facebook page. Type in The Mousecapades Podcast. Isn't that right, Vicky? Yeah, put that the in front of Mousecapades. Yes, you do. Because we do have two two Facebook pages. One closed. Yes. Just The Mousecapades. We can't get it to go down for whatever reason. (laughs) Now it's just The Mousecapades Podcast. Correct. So go ahead and check them out. Remember to check out our friends at waltexpress.com for all things Disney. And if you, Nick already said this, but I'm plugging it again, Nick. Remember, we would love to give you a free quote. Even if you don't book your trip with us, we would love to spread some magic with you. All right. Don't forget to check out waltexpress.com. Well, Vixer, I think it is about that time. Peace. And love. Have Have a a magical magical day, day, my friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.